The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and College Podcast presented to you by the CSBN. I'm one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Nigamort, a.k.a. Uh, y'all niggas is wildin', a.k.a. Don't be weird on Al Green's internet. And as usual, I am joined by my friend and my co-host. Ah, what's up, everybody? This is Obianca XO on the Twitter, a.k.a. Thought Leader. Shout out to my girl, Jada Mock, for that one. AKA, it's the sun out. I'm trying to have these legs shown off. You heard me? That is correct. Um, yeah, I will get, say. Get your pedicure game together if you ain't on my level. You ain't on no level at all. Because the girl's staying fresh all the way through. That That is correct. Um, I know I saw today on Twitter that uh, Fashion Nova is coming out with a men's line, uh, which we which I love that the internet has appropriately dubbed um, Nigga Nova. Yes. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That was me, because I'm going to be at the function in Nigga Nova shorts and uh, Nigga Slides at a by the grill with a bottle of Crown Royal. No me. Just don't, just, I mean, that's cool and all, but don't don't get the trench nigga couture line of, of their little off shot, because I've seen some of that shit, and it looked hella, like, I don't curse around kids, but I curse my private life-ish. So. Hilarious. Yeah, and I ain't going to lie, some of them I saw, and I was like, ooh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just know, know, know that your boy will be a nigga over well. Know this. Yeah, so, so, some of that shit is definitely for the keyboard player at your local church. But yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and but before we go off on a tangent, we have a guest, um, which is funny to say because we haven't had a guest. Well, other than Candace and Curtis, um, like a month or two ago, but we didn't even have as many guests, um, on as late as of late. Um, that will change. You know, we. You know, it ain't we ain't been anti on purpose. It's just you know, sometimes me and Bianca just wing this shit. To be perfectly yeah, honest, yourselves, ball bags. No, um, hilarious. Um, but we do have a guest, and I will let her introduce herself. Oh, I was supposed to go. Yeah, In five, yes. four, three, <laughs> two, one. Make that ass clap like I got. <laughs> you are doing Hi, amazing, everybody. <laughs> Hi, y'all. This is Octavia Simone. Um. AKA Octavia underscore Simone one on Twitter. Um, AKA or formerly known as Chewy P. Newton. Um, yeah. Here I am. What's up, guys? Yes. Welcome to the Fold family. Yes. Thank Welcome you for having me. Of course, yes, I'm a podcast on the road, which is custom for me at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. It's 83 degrees out here today. So. I decided I'm going to go catch some sun. I need some ice cream. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that sounds so good right now. Bianca texted me saying she was by the wolf. I was born by the river. <laughs> I was born by the river. I was shaking that ass. They was throwing all them dollars. I was getting that cash. Uh, <laughs> you are doing amazing. 
Yeah. So this, you know, we can tell this gonna be the episode Bianca lit down the motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but That's not drinking. Like I, I have a, I had a Starbucks Frappuccino double shot. The thing that come in a glass bottle. I had one of those about four hours ago. Um, I also had a massage today, which right on time. Um, and yeah, then I went and did some retail therapy, although nothing came of it. So yeah, your girl's feeling nice today. Self care, self care. So important. We all need days like that. So important. We all need days like that. That is correct. Um, but before we get into the show, let me go ahead and pay the bills. Um, you are listening to a CSPN uh, media podcast presentation. You can go to our website, cspn.us, click that crown and collars tab, listen to all of our episodes thus far. Um, episode number 42 featuring my sister in Christ, I Am Husk, because that is the episode I finally found it after months of looking, that that was the episode where we gave the shout out to the greatest misconnection of all time, Willie Jones. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Also, speaking of, love you, Trina. We got to have Trina back on here. Eventually. But we got a guest in house right now, so. That's true. That is true. Yeah, CSPN.us. You can also go to the sponsors tab to keep our podcast free. Um, We have a number of sponsors. We have AdamYouthToys.com. It's starting to get hot outside, and that might mean it might start getting hot in the bedroom. So spice things up even more by shopping at AdamYouthToys.com after clicking through our website. Save 50% off one item by using the code OTOY. Again, O-H-T-O-Y will get you half off one item. That is correct. Um, and this is of no extra cost to you. It's just one of our main sponsors that give classic portion of the brick to keep the lights on and pay for bandwidth and all that shit. So you won't have to pay to listen to my country ass sound like a fighter jet built from scratch. And you won't have to pay to listen to a voice that belies my entire sense of style. Also correct. Also accurate. Also accurate. Um, and if you want to help the show individually, you can go however you listen to your podcast or your podcast listening device. Um, you can leave us a review and a rating. And I want to say shout out to the listeners. We y'all have been doing that a lot more recently, and we appreciate you. Um, excuse me. I have a review. Speaking of, I have a new review to read. Oh. Um, it is five stars entitled "Love Y'all." By Marsh Marsha Evans, yeah, I'm, I hope and I hope I'm saying that right, Marsha Evans. <clears throat> first off, I have to say my life was. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> first off, I have to say my life was made when Bianca followed me back on Instagram. I appreciate the banter between the hosts and Jeremy is a country renaissance man, girl. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hell look, everybody. <laughs> this, this podcast is very forward thinking, and I look forward to every episode. Well, thank you. Thank you. Hit me up. Uh, send you a free nude. I mean, um, oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> um, Bianca, you're like it. Jason, unless you're gonna do it. Um, anywho. But you know, girl, I you know, so every, I like I said last week, every, Bianca been getting a love from from, every, from all the listeners, and and I and I'm here for it. This is not hate at all, but that girl called me a country renaissance man, girl. I mean, I mean, I mean, you do drink parmesan. True. Let's break. Let's 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 break this down. Okay. Okay. Fair point. Continue. You you did make it out of like the actual countryside. Um, That's true. When, when you told me your hometown, and I had to Google that shit, and that that population had four digits in it, and I was like, well, oh, okay. So yes, you did. You didn't. You made it. And you got out, which is always nice. Um, so you got that working in your favor. Um, Octavia, help me out, please. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm crying. laughs> 
Jones? I mean, dang, what do I say? You, I mean, every, you, mm. you're, I, I, I don't, I, I mean, y'all said everything. Like, I'm trying to think of other, other, I mean, you're not trash. You just say right. that because, you know, right, trash. A lot of people are trash. Probably one of the only ones that's not. Um, yeah. And let me see what else. Let me let me sneak one last nice one in here to put a nice pretty ball in this whole thing. Um, <laughs> Jeremy has not cursed out someone who didn't deserve it in a long time. There. Okay. Let's get on with the show, shall we? Yeah, I think that's a. I think yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. A good way to um. Yeah. So um. <clears throat> so today um we. Octavia um, is special because um, she is um, our resident writer. And first of all, Octavia, just uh, what got you into writing, first of all? Well, uh, I started this writing passion uh, when I was 10 years old. Um, For as long as I can remember and what my mother told me, I was always an avid reader, like since four. Like, we would read like books you know as child in, in your childhood you know how you have like those little beginners books and things like that uh-huh. and like she was just like every time i turn around she was just like your face is always in a children's book and as i got older the reading became a lot more advanced so at 10 i was just like i wonder if i could write my own story so i ended up writing my own story um i can't remember i think it was like in script form at the time i think um, this was like 2000. So at the time, like B2K was like, and like I wrote like a fanfic story, sort of. But back then, we didn't know what it was. So I wrote it and I was like, oh, this is lit. And then, like, as I got older, I was like, okay, well, maybe this writing shit is really for me. Um, so it's funny how it started off like as this weak little fanfic thing, like little girls have like little crushes and stuff like that. And it turned into this big thing. Um, so my passion literally started when I was like 10 years old. Um, and it's followed me all the way up until I'm 27 now. So here I am. <laughs> okay, hey, 27 gang in here. Okay, okay. So what type? Well, what type of stories uh, do you enjoy writing the most? Um, I'm a romance writer. Um, a lot of them are surrounded in romance, but when not just romance, like it's romance based. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my stories like have a lot of drama. Some of them action in. Um, so you've been writing right. some damn six brown shit questions. Nah, nah, no, <laughs> no. I always, <laughs> no, never that. I always try to make sure my stories make sense. But god damn it, <clears throat> if those storylines, those taglines weren't some good stuff to write about, like I swear yeah. I'd be making millions of dollars. Like I'm telling you, if six brown chicks hears this, I'm sorry, but. The way that y'all be setting these girls up for failure every time y'all post those storylines, I really be on my laptop like, should I make this into a story? Like, what? Theater. I mean, it's literally, yes, theater. Listen, it's literally like y'all are literally giving me like all of this free shit. Like, never give the game away for free and y'all are literally giving y'all drama away for free. And that's why I tell people, keep it, take your L's in private. Because you never know when you're going to try to get... I tell people this all the time as a writer. Be careful with authors and how you treat them because you never know what we write about we can turn you into a whole story and you will be like why did you do that and you can't beat my ass well and that's just (laughs) that's really just it no i'm just kidding but seriously like 
y'all they really put these stories out there every day and i'm just like y'all are literally giving me free material and it's lit really lit so i'm really sitting in my room just sitting there typing this stuff up like this is juicy spicy <laughs> yeah but yeah my genre is basically romance and drama um so but i have not gotten inspiration from six brown chicks like i haven't written any but now that you put that idea in my head jeremy i think i might go ahead and get started doing this that may be a good business venture I mean, listen, listen, the market is there. The market is definitely there. Definitely there. So this has been your, is this your first published, um, first published book or? To be honest, no, it's not. So this is my first published book on a publication company. Mm -hmm. My first published, I believe, December 2016. And that was self-published. Now, that one, I'm going to count that as it was fun. I tried it out, but I count it as it don't count. It counts, but it don't count because it only sold 15 units. Don't shade me. Don't shade me. Do not shade me. There's no shade. But <laughs> no, no shade. on your own, that's it's, one thing. Like, no, that's, that's I own one. it. I, listen, I, I stand in my truth. I own it. <laughs> There's but no shade. But I tell you like this, though. Um, published as, my, um, as part of a publication program. Um, but what I was, I was actually on a live uh, broadcast last night and I was saying the first one that I ever produced, like the first self-published book I ever did was experience, learning curve for me, learning experience, because, um, at the time I didn't know nothing about marketing. I didn't know about getting on podcasts to promote my work. I didn't know any of that stuff. Like I didn't have anybody literally telling me this is not how you write or this isn't how you do it, do it this way. And coming into this co- this company like I learned a lot so I oh, I keep telling people this is my debut novel because it's better it's bigger but it's on a way bigger platform <laughs> so yeah I say this is my first one I'm gonna say it's my first one because a lot more people are paying attention so well that's uh, you know that's how it be sometimes you know you just gotta keep grinding and what's one big misconception people have about writers that's where we got money yo well <laughs> listen to me like man if we was listen I was also a writer on a platform called Wattpad and they had this program called the Wattpad Futures program where they would actually come to you and offer you you get paid so they'll put ads between your store like they had us thinking oh we about to get these ads they gotta, they gotta go through an ad to get to the next chapter Every five chapters, it'll be an ad. So, oh, this bank off this. I'm about to make bank. My first little commission check from there was like $150 for the quarter. And I was like, oh, writers don't make nothing. But it was funny because I was talking to several people. And my mother, she's friends with someone who teaches at James Madison. And she's an author. And they were saying, like, there's money there, but you got to find your audience. So, Mm. it's like... Right as of right now, I ain't making nothing, not yet. But you don't really make no money unless you really, you know, you're trying to eat, unless you're like really hustling and pushing yourself. And a lot of like the authors that I looked up to have said, like, they literally ordered theirs from like publication companies, like in the bulk, and was literally selling books out they trying to eat because this was before Amazon. And remind and mind you, 100% of the profit, you still have to pay Kindle out of your commission and you still have to pay the publication. Um, out of it and then you have to you know pay everybody else and then you get paid so you really not it's not a lot of money 
like and when you first get started but you know as you go on like as your books accumulate and as your fan base accumulates because you're going to get paid to do appearances that's when the money gonna start rolling in but yeah the biggest misconception is oh she making bank child i just got signed ain't no money in this account what you talk about y'all okay right are y'all okay like because that was the first thing when i first got to make bread i was like what bread what are you talking about <laughs> what like, money beloved i am just like you <laughs> i cry you cry we, we cry, cry together right, there, listen there, there, there will be no donation entering the kevin hart uh donation challenge anytime soon <laughs> that's that's not happening. Like I, I am, I'm not leasing my fucking Toyota. No. <laughs> right. So. So, um, Bianca, uh, do you? Because I, I hogged all the questions. Do you have any questions for uh for Octavia? I mean, um, so you, you we were just talking about like authors that you looked up to. Uh, who are some of those? I, I, I read a lot of. Them, so I don't know if I missed that already, but. No, no, you didn't, because I. I didn't, I didn't mention any names, but I'm glad that you did ask. Um, as the, when I was, as I got started, I was looking up to like, my looking up to Nikki Giovanni. Then, like, I kind of, as I had preteen years and my early teenage years, more street lit fiction, um, my interest started turning to um, Nikki Turner and Wahida Clark and Sister Soldier and Quan. Um, and all writers like, um, such as that. Um, okay. Those, those was I, I've looked up to them ever, and this is like definitely like one of my number ones. So I, I've since my teen years, so I started writing in that image. So did because I didn't want to fully get into street lit, and there's so much money in street lit, but I did not want to get myself directly into that because I just did not want to become competing with. Competing with the people I look up to. So what I did romance and I took urban them together for romance. Okay. If that makes sense. No, so it's like got like this amazing come up, but they have let the suit fool you. Don't let the heels fool you. Like you're gonna hear that a lot, like talking about main cake, stuff like that. So I looked up to those are the people that I looked up to and that me and that's how I became that's how my writing style. Right on, I dig it. Um, I guess my next question then is: uh, Will you be writing for the Hood novel contingents anytime soon? I <laughs> actually, I'm not even gonna name you know you know the you know the genre I'm talking about. The street lit? No, I'm, I'm talking about the straight up Hood novels. Like, uh, what's the one? Um, the one old boy recently wrote the the pretty lights. Oh, um, what was it? Uh, I'm pregnant by my nigga's grandfather. Some shit like that. Oh, that book that, oh my God, that book that's been circulating that everyone is little chattering about. Um, like, do you draw any inspiration from that, or is that too much into, like, the six brown chicks uh, territory that we were talking about earlier? That right there is, like, six, right? So, who would write that? <laughs> but I wouldn't do that. Like, um, not saying, in, like, in, like, a, in a cocky type of way, because when it was brought to my attention timeline i was like i can't bash this girl because my publication team and i will be in hot water like i can't laugh talk about this but i i'd be a fool i'd be a liar if i said i didn't laugh offline because i you know what i'm saying so but i cannot put on and be like oh like but nah i it probably wouldn't be me that writes that stuff because my publication team would be looking at me like i know you're lying basically 
But do I, you but do you want a uh, novel cover like that? Because if you do, I'm willing to post for it. Uh, 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 I'm going to have to pass on that one. <laughs> I thought the cover... It's not you. I thought just... probably not my cup of tea. I'm really more like the of it all. But I think three, two. I want some... I was a mystery on the cover. You know, I'm just like outright Stanley and trying to figure out what's going on story away. So, so I, the cover when you make a it has to have mystery around it and it has to be like, oh, this looks in out here. So to, you know, what I have going on next week, which is my cover reveal event, that kind of like builds up like as I've been promoting it, it kind of builds up the mystery always about yeah. Basically, yeah. All okay. right. Well, um, you got any questions, Jeremy? I think I'm. Um, I think that is it. Now, Octavia, um, you can go ahead and promote anything, any and everything you want right now before we get into the rest of the show. The floor is absolutely yours. Whatever you want to promote to the people, go ahead. Right. Th- this is where you get to say what your rainbow says, and these are some arrow parlance. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You, you get to have um, the okay, guys. Huh? <laughs> you get to have the world's longest rainbow right now. Yes. Awesome. All right. So, as you guys know, uh, May 30th is my cover reveal day. Um, all day long, um, I'll be dropping snippets and I'll be dropping my promotional graphics once again um, to kind of build up to what I've been working on. Um, Probably around like maybe eight o'clock, eight or nine o'clock is when I'll have the cover drop and I'll be like spreading it all over social media and y'all do the same because it's going to be lit. Um, That's the follow up to June 27th, which is my big release day. Um, I'm very excited about it and I want y'all to get excited too. Um, In between now, next week and June 27th, I'll be dropping like little hints and pieces um, that has to do with the book. Like I'll be doing, I'll be running polls. So I want y'all to get involved. I want y'all to get active. There was one poll I did like last two weeks ago and y'all were like bomb. Like I got like maybe like 89 responses, which is good for me because I didn't think people really rocked with me like that with tweets. So I was just like, oh, this is lit. Y'all really responded. So I'll try it again next time. You did Um, did better than Subway Canada. I'll tell you that much. Oh my God. Yes. I felt so bad. I was just like, ooh. You know, I didn't, as someone who markets a thing like this podcast, um, I feel bad at all. I just found it hilarious. Like I I could not find it in me to produce like any emotions. Subway's Uh a big company, right? And <laughs> right. They they asked this horrible question like, "What's your bread babe?" It's like, come on, really? Like, like that was a weak question, and yeah, they should have been better. And then like, yeah, but um, and then, and then nobody took the time to answer. I guess they all felt the same way I did. Basically, basically. So, yeah, so, so to get ninety responses on a poll, that I mean, you ran it for what a day, two days, maybe three days, the most probably a day, like, just twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah so well, that was big for me. Poll. You know, it's it's yeah. Like get in, get some data, get right back out. So. Awesome, right. Um, so, will this book be on Audible? I'll, Let me ask you that real quick. It will not be on Audible. Okay. Um, it will be up on Amazon and be released physically. Um, Excellent. So, yeah. Um, also, I will be dropping a few blog pieces on my... Um, I've already released two of them. Actually, no, it was one. Excuse me. I already released one, and it was a little bit of... A, introduction into Ramaya James. Um, it's called A Little Ramaya James. And everybody's been like asking my James. I'm going to post the link tonight. Y'all can see who she is and read about comparing her. I think everything, but I think Ramaya James is better because she's 
her because she's dope and I'm dope as fuck, so I don't care. Um, so, and I'm also dropping a few um characters and then like just after that, but it's gonna be a lot of promo these nerds with mad posts and everything, mad promo. But I'm doing this because I need this book to go sky high. I need to make my people proud. I need to make y'all proud. I need to make so at the end of my little book run, but, but I'm still here. Here we are. Yes, and if you send proof to me that uh, you clicked through CSPN.us and went to Amazon through CSPN.us the sponsors page, and that you bought this book, I will I will send you. Um, see, I keep promising people news, and I remember nobody wants stuff from me. Um, I will shout you out personally on the show as a, as an extended thank you from uh, Octavia here. Thank you. So yes, do that. Get your name read. Get your name in lights. That's correct. So thank you, Octavia. Now you gonna stay and kick it with us for the rest of the show. I sure will. I ain't got nothing else to do tonight, so I'm here. Oh, okay. Leroy Jenkins. All right. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, all I got to say is Cavs and Six. Oh, no, you didn't. I'm, I'm staying out of this one. Cavs and Six. Jeremy. I, listen, listen. Jeremy. Hey. Don't do me like this. Don't listen, do me like this as a guest on your show, man. Listen, I am so no listen. Is my, my team. I, I know it, but listen, 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 beloved. It's not that I have anything against y'all. It's just that I can't bet against LeBron James. I'm sorry. I'm seeing this man win too much for me to bet against this man now, okay? LeBron. But you know what, though? But you know what, though? I will say this. For Boston to have such an amazing team without the two dominant players, like, it was the first night of the game, and we lost one literally, like, three weeks before the playoffs started. Like, amazing for such a young team. And I'm extremely proud of Brad Stevens. Like, he's literally so humble, and he's, like, an awesome coach. I'm <laughs> definitely I'm going to gas my team up. But, no, seriously, even if I can, like, I will be looking at this team like, okay, this is the team that y'all do need to watch out for. So, like, the first two games that because I was like, I'm nervous. Like, look what the Cavs did to the Raptors. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm sitting there looking like, well, are we well, not? I mean, that's fair. I would. That's, <laughs> not, that's not fair to y'all because, I mean, see, the, that's not fair to y'all because, see, y'all actually all worth a damn and the Raptors, mm. They got arrogant. They got arrogant. And every mm. time the little, it, the little it, boy it, from Toronto comes, comes in the... The Raptors are just the Raptors. But see, every time... And then every time the little boy who raps from the little boy from... Um, but every time he used to be sitting on there on the floor and hyping and everything like that, I'm like, this is why y'all lose games. Because y'all not focused. Y'all too busy having parties on the floor with Aubrey and joking with Aubrey when y'all need to focus on the game. That's why I lost the, that's why I lost the first round in the playoffs, bro. Hey, that, I mean, I, look. You saw playoff Kyle Lowry come back. You saw playoff DeMar DeRozan make his triumphant return. Um, yes. Yeah, and your, your, your best players cannot be described as playoff insert name here as a pejorative. Now contrast that with playoff right. Rondo, who all of a sudden can make threes and like. Yes, playoff Rondo is yeah, yeah. Packs the goal, you know, makes makes all the baskets that he needs to um, be a distributor. Or playoff LeBron James, or you know, playoff Kyrie, or. Hell, even playoff Al Horford, right? Like, I mean, right? Yo, Al literally like took me by surprise this playoff season. He's been good all season, but I'm sitting looking at him like, yo, you literally came through. Like, this is wow. This was not oh, this, the last 
12 years in the league. Like, it, it like. This is not reggaeton most space that was in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Banging on you on two different genders. What up, nigga? Ever try rebounds a game and come talk to me. Jesus. Be. Where's y'all, man? I mean, it's fine. I, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> but no, um, like, I hope for say what you want about him. He's battle tested. Um, you know, his what second season in the league when they took the Cavs to seven games. Um, or they took the Celtics to seven the games. Celtics, yeah. But, um, you mm-hmm. know, they, they, the Hawks had some other deeper playoff runs in his career. I mean, they had a couple years that he missed, but you know, they, they had some, they had some some playoff experience. And I mean, to have him, who like he's never been a guy who's been like the greatest shot blocker, the best rebounder, or the best shooter, or any of those things. But correct. To be on the court as much as he was, and he's always been a cerebral player. He's always known how to make the right pants. He's always known when to take the open jumper. He's always known when to go try to force the foul on the defender. Like he's always had like those. He's always been a tactician, I guess you'd say. Um, and then putting him on a team with Brad Stevens as the coach, it really draws the absolute most out of him um, because mm-hmm. physically he's so limited in that way. Like he's not a seven footer. He's maybe six ten. He doesn't have the longest arms. But Brad Stevens does such a good job of getting so much out of him. And then like these swingmen. Jason Tatum, I mean, who, you know, played one, didn't make it out yes. the first weekend. Yes. Playing upper position, he's playing power forward. But to know an NBA is nominal, right? You know, but he's playing power right. forward. He's banging on the inside as much as he's playing outside game. You got Jalen Brown, who, you know, like, he's he's good. And he, he came into the league and he was a top, you know, top pick. Um, but the South Korean asking him to do this much. And now they are. And he's responding. He's stepping up to the challenge. Um, even though he got a shot blocked by Kyle Culver multiple times the other night. But, um, you know, we're not going to get too much into that. <laughs> Mm. Good luck, everybody. Uh, <laughs> good luck, everybody. <laughs> the Celtics are in good shape. Um, they don't have like they don't have that one above all legal. Like Al Horford's kind of that guy, but not really. Um, right. But I mean, the 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 two people we expect to be that are Gordon Hayward and Kyrie. Right. They 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 they're out for the series, out for the playoffs. They're cheering from the sidelines and the Derrick Rose Couture. I'm sorry. Not the Derrick Rose Couture. I mean, right. if, I mean, she did lie. It's it's gonna be Derrick Rose dance on my neck. Mmm. But see, this is like this is the thing. Like Boston is amazing. I just can't root against LeBron James. I'm sorry. I just can't root against. I him. mean, you. I mean, you feel how you feel. You know, you 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 got to feel how you feel, and I completely understand. So you know. I'm not gonna lie, listen, like oh, all bias aside, LeBron has been balling his behind off all season. So I mean, and we give him for being a crybaby and stuff like that, but he has really stepped up and like literally has been doing his job. Listen, so it's just like you can't give him anything bad. Like listen, because- I was looking bad. Yes. I, sat, I sat on this podcast right after game. Man, me and Bianca, we sat on this podcast right after game two, and like. It ain't looking good. I'm still not betting against LeBron, but it ain't looking good. Then these past two games, and especially that uh, third third one, this is oof, 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 mm-hmm. oof. Look, everybody. So, again, it's not that the Celtics aren't good because they are. They are amazing. Even without Gordon Hayward and Kyrie, they are fucking amazing. They are set for at least the next 10 years at, at most. But they, mean, 10 years, that, that's a really long interview. I, I said it's like they're in great position for the next five minimum. Um, and no matter what happens in these next two games, short of like everyone just like Thanos snapping his finger and apparating, um, you have to call this season a success for the, for the Celtics like unparalleled. Because yeah. um, you know, Terry Rozier got some chops. You know, the, the other right. young guys got some chops. Mm-hmm. These are set. I just mm-hmm. can't bet against LeBron James. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. 
can't do it until I see it. Until I see this nigga go home in that goddamn Carl Thomas uh, ass picture that he did years ago where he was looking like he was crying in the goddamn closet. Until I see that nigga post a picture like that again going home, I can't bet against this nigga. Fair call. Um, meanwhile, what's going on? Very what's fair. Going on in the West? How we how we feeling about uh? Oh, this is my type of carrying on. I'm glad you brought this up. Let's 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 <laughs> let's, let's talk about this. Um, <clears throat> the rockets. So it is with great joy and pleasure that I am seeing James Harden be embarrassed on national TV. It brings me great joy and pleasure because honestly, if we keeping it a book, you know, James Harden ain't nothing but Rip Hamilton with a Car- Kim Car- with a Kardashian fetish. So I mean, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? You know all what? right, all right. It. Take that back. Take that back. I right said now. it. I'm gonna tell you why you take that back right now because Rip Hamilton never dribbled. Ah, pff, hilarious. Hilarious. He caught the, ball ah, off, ah. He the ball off those curls, and he maybe dribbled once, and then he went up at the mid range. He doesn't. He never did what James Harden does, standing at the top of the fucking key, bouncing the ball into a goddamn pancake, and then taking eighteen step backs. And shooting the ball from the fucking opposite timeline with his ugly ass game. <laughs> fuck James Harden. We can turn this whole segment. Into <laughs> fuck James Harden. And I will be right there with you. Spearhead Let, let's do it. Let's I do it. Fuck James Harden. And let me say this about my fuck James Harden uh, sentiment. I'm left-handed. I pull for left-handed players like Chris Bosh. People used to make fun of him. I pull for Chris Bosh. Um, God, who's the uh, Isaiah Thomas? You know, he always looks like a little kid. I pull for Isaiah Thomas because he's left-handed. I pull for um, Tristan Thompson when he's left-handed. You know, sometimes he's not, and then sometimes all of a sudden he is again. But when he's left-handed, I pull for him. Um, that's just how it goes. James Harden has been like the overwhelming exception to that rule. Um, trying to think, like you know, first left-handed player I can remember is Chris Mullen. I pulled for Chris Mullen. I pulled for um, who some other ones over the years. I don't know, but like for James Harden to be the left-handed, I don't pull for that says something about him. First of all, do, but it says something about him. The nigga dribble ugly. The nigga shoot ugly. The nigga take uh, way too much time on the goddamn clock. His beard is ugly. He looks like he stinks. He don't play no goddamn defense. He look like he steal from his homeboy's wallet. And then like, and and say, damn, that's fucked up, man. Somebody got you. And it was his right. ass the whole time. Right. He, I will never, ever, 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 ever forgive him for disappearing in the finals when he was on the Thunder against uh, against LeBron, it was him, Ibaka, Westbrook, and KD. I will never forgive him for literally this a fucking period in them finals. That's why I fuck that nigga forever. Fuck James Harden. I want him to be embarrassed. I'm, I, I, I Listen, I may get tired of the Warriors, but it's like, a, damn, y'all niggas always going to win. Like, I enjoy watching the Warriors play. play. They going to get these jokes, but I enjoy the Warriors. I, the fact I want nothing good in life to happen to James Harden, not a goddamn thing. So if the Rockets and Chris Paul got to be casualties of that, if they die, they die. Cause fuck James Harden. And you know what? I endorse this one hundred percent. And the reason I endorse, I've said it before, I'm gonna say it again. Don't want Eric Gordon to win shit. That is also too, and as well, correct. May nothing. So listen, I, you know what? I listen. So yeah. Y'all thought y'all was cute. Y'all thought the Rockets, just because they shoot a whole hell of a lot of threes, they were going to just, you know, they had a chance against the Warriors. Oh, you silly bitch, you. Oh, oh, oh no, baby. What is you doing? As long as James Harden is on the team, nothing good ever deserves to happen to that team because fuck James Harden. Fuck James Harden. You niggas thought because Wardell was quiet those first two 
rest, quote unquote quiet them first two games, you thought the shit was sweet. Oh, you simple motherfucker. Oh, 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 you simple. Oh, silly, silly goose, silly geese. Huh. <laughs> you thought shit was sweet. Nope. Nope. Chris Paul arguing in the goddamn huddle with James Harden because James Harden don't play no goddamn defense. You knew that before you signed with him, Chris Paul. You know, neither does Steph Curry. Well, Steph Curry tries to play defense. He's just not that good at it. But, yeah, fuck trying. Like, I mean, they they find Steph Curry, they find who he's gotten, whoever it is down the court, and then they run a, a, a ball screen so that Steph Curry is switched on to the ball handler. And then, if it's James Harden, like, doing that is for nothing because James Harden just dribbles in place for 15 seconds. And you don't have to try very hard to watch a dude dribble in place. The person who's exerting all the effort is the person dribbling, which is why James Harden looks tired at the end of every fucking game. Stupid ass. Um, Fuck James Harden. hmm? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fuck that nigga. I know they say Chris Paul is hard to root for, but I mean... He's easier to root for than James Harden. In this case, I hate it had to be him. Um... Because again, on, on this on this squad, I mean, he's not even my second least favorite player. Like I said, so correct. So, but anyway, so moving on. So, <clears throat> you niggas on Agrius Internet have been flooding my goddamn mentions over this over this tweet. Um, but I said what I said. Um, and it's not. And, and a lot of y'all ain't even like being mean or nasty. And a lot of y'all actually agree with me. Um, but I just want to make it a record on this podcast that. Let's Get Married by Jagged Edge is the laziest love song of all time. That, that shit is the strong emoji of songs. It is, listen, it is the, it is the straight male, it is the straight male equivalent of Girl I Guess. Basically, it's just, you know, hey, so we gonna get married or what? So you gonna marry me, you gonna marry a nigga or what? Basically, like, throw the ring at her and just like, just put... It is, it is Gina's. I mean, it is Martin's proposal to Gina in song form. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, the kids. It's grown. Maxine and Kyle. It's literally Maxine and Kyle. Yes. Love for real. Yes, if you will. It is. It is. I mean, the kids are all in college now, and we've been going together for thirty six years. I mean, we might as well tie the knot. We might as well do it. It is know. the laziest goddamn love song. No less than top five. No less than top five. Nigga, it's the laziest shit ever. It is literally, it is literally, it's not even, and somebody on Twitter, I, blame, I can't remember your name, blame it on my head, not my heart. But it's not a song of love. It is a song of apathy. It is like, I guess, I like, damn, is this what you want? You want to be married? Okay, damn. The niggas literally said, might as well do it. That is not love. That is apathy. That is lethargic. That ain't no goddamn. That is that is no type of excitement about getting married to the love of your life, nigga. That is, girl. Like, will you be happy if I say yes and you shut up? Damn, it's the laziest shit ever. I can't believe people walk down the aisle to this shit. Uh, and <laughs> and then it has an equally trash remix. Pop, worst remix of all time. Which. People like that remix for one reason, one reason only. They dropped it at the right time. And by the right time, I mean, they dropped it in an era when everyone was all about retro this and retro that. And so it was like, oh, look, we got the we got the breaks from that, that one run DMC song. I had, it, I had it ready like when I knew we were going to talk about this. I've completely forgotten it since. Um, but it had those breaks on it. And people were like, oh, look, retro. Eee, this song is great. And it's like, no, this song is still garbage. Just with a different, like, 
I hated the it, song it, when it came it's, out. It's, it's garbage with the rap. Yeah. Now. Like, <laughs> song is awful. Just ugh. been awful and always will be awful. It is the worst, worst shit ever. I got the lyrics pulled up here. Hold on, give me just a moment. Give me just a moment. Give me just a second, nigga. Let let's break this down, nigga. The first lyrics are. See, first of all, I know these so-called players wouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to be real and say what's on my heart. Let's take a chance and make this love feel relevant. Did you know I loved you from the start? Nigga. Nigga. Make this love feel relevant, nigga. It wasn't relevant the whole time y'all been dating. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Again, this is not love. This is apathy. This is laziness. You can't start an old, no damn love song on with no damn first of all. Boy, this ain't Twitter. <laughs> a thread. One. <laughs> this ain't a thread. One man. <laughs> according, to, according to this tweet I just found, this is when I first flirted with you. Two. I tweeted about this and you jumped in my DMs the following afternoon. Yes. Three. I sent you the airplane emoji. We realized we live driving distance from one another. Right. Nigga. Okay. Second. 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 Next lyrics. When I think about all we all these years we put into this relationship, who knew we'd make it this far? When I think about where we well I would be if we were to just fall fall apart, and I just can't stand the thought of leaving you, nigga. All these again, all these years y'all been going together for twenty years. Y'all been y'all been talking for twenty years, and then broke made up and broke up, made up and broke up, and you want to put a ring on it now, boy? Eleven. Here's a time hop photo of us. <laughs> Meet three, me at the three, altar. three years ago today. Meet me at the altar in your white dress. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. I ain't got no hoes. You got a club foot. Ain't nobody checking for us. We might as well get married. He said she got a club. I paid attention to the lyrics, but he really said that. No, nah, that's a joke. I was about to say. I mean, I was like, I really must not be paying attention to these lyrics like that because what? Okay, I mean, he, he, I mean, I'm and, sorry. I mean, he might as damn well shit. This lazy-ass damn song. Lazy-ass damn. Been feeling you all the while, I must confess. Again, nigga, y'all been talking for 50 years. And you just now talking about let's get married. Girl, I'm tired I of hearing you ask me this. I'm tired of you basically, asking me Basically. Are you happy now? Damn. <laughs> right here. Dang. Annoying ass. Mm-mm-mm. That song is horrible. It is absolute trash. Said I done done it all, but but you know what? But ahead, you know this. Sorry, but you know, but the sad part about all this, people put some streams today because of your tweet. Yes, <laughs> them said streams I, went up today. <laughs> said I done it all, but frankly, girl, I'm tired tired of this emptiness, nigga. You've been talking to this motherfucker. You just said in the first damn stanza. All these years we put into this relationship, but you said you tired of this emptiness, nigga. Y'all been casually dating for twenty years. And your, the rest of your hoes done left you because they tired of dealing with your own again, off again ass. But the one motherfucker that done stood by you with all this shit, you just you like, girl. I guess we'll go get here and get married. You lazy ass niggas. You lazy ass niggas. Mm-hmm. I want to come home to you and only you because making love to anyone just ain't happening. I just gotta be with you. Oh, so uh, again, cold for the rest of my hoes ain't checking for me no, no more. And I know ain't nobody checking for your ass. So you know, let's you know. We might as well. Do you think about us finishing something we started so long ago? I want to give you my all. Do you think about us maybe having some babies? That's every hood niggas line is to try to 
say that we're gonna make some babies. That's every that, that's every that's every nigga in a tank top in Jabos. <laughs> favorite damn. Oh life. my god, girl, we make some pretty kids, yeah. Yes, yes. That's every nigga with a Jesus peace line is we'll make some pretty babies, girl. Every and, nigga would have been dead on his make a pretty baby girl. Yes, worst song of all time. And, and, and some people I mentioned saying that we only saying that because of the hook. No, read the whole damn song. Read the whole damn song, get context clues. This is a nigga, this is a this this a nigga that don't that always text but never FaceTime a call. Talking about some damn let's get we we've been pen pals for 10 years. We can finally settle down. I can go ahead and I can go ahead and turn my tuxedo inside and I can make you my wife. <laughs> but yeah, Jack. This, this is this is the worst bringing bike we've ever done, by the way. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Worst of all time because the song is so trash. It's a bop now. Don't get me wrong. The song is a bop. No, it ain't. But it's <laughs> fuck. The, the the slow version sound like every other Jagged Edge song, and and again the the retro version people like it because it's got the hey we did a retro song woo let's celebrate and no I ain't here for that so no this song is this song is not a bop unlike say um God what's another garbage song um too close by next can be a bop in the in an extremely specific circumstance mm. like you have to be at a late nineties early two thousands kickback. Um, and a Montel Jordan song has to bookend it on one side or the other. And, um, God, what's the other stipulation I have for this? I had to, I had to start out earlier, actually. Oh, and you can't play the whole song. That, that was it. Mm. You can only, you can only play a little bit of it. And also it helps if you play the dude singing, why the fuck you lying? Um, like when you're about to break out of it, like you like do the record scratch, right? And then mm. you play the dude going, why you always lying? Why the fuck you lying? That, Cause that would be funny at least. And you wouldn't have to hit a whole song. And you could get from this song is trash, but at least it has a decent groove to it. To oh, that's right, dude remixed the song and made it better. And I don't have to listen to dude singing about his dick getting hard um, while dancing on a girl in the club because that's all it takes. Um, might need to see that was like, like the worst fucking song ever. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, I mean, it's fine, but we're gonna disagree because as much as this Jack Let's Get Married is trash, it's about. Next is fuck next and that goddamn song in any circumstance whatsoever. Absolutely, uh, I agree. Like I said, you can't play the whole song. Full time. You can't play the whole song, and you got to play "Why the Fuck You Lying" and then the Montel Jordan song. So, but yes, that is jagged edge. That is the lazy. Let's get married. If you ever, if you ever see somebody suggest that they're gonna get married and walk down the aisle and let's get married, slap them because they are not okay. And sometimes you got to grab somebody that you love by the. Grab them and say, and just shake them and say, "You acting the fuck crazy." To get them, yeah. Tell, tell them, tell them, walk down the aisle to uh, ribbons in the sky or something. Yes, cause but no, not let's get married, cause that is that is the that is a that is a that is a song about apathy, not love. So, but speaking of love, so um, Janet Jackson uh made history the other night, um, uh, as she was honored at the Billboard Music Awards. Um, as the first black woman to see the Billboard Icon Award. Um, yes, 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 yes. Um, she, she, and she gave a, she was, um, uh, introduced, um, and given tribute, um, by Bruno Mars, and then she was introduced and she gave a performance. Now, I'm going to be completely 100% honest. Um, uh, 
I didn't know the Billboard Awards were on the other night. I just saw my timeline talking about it. And when I saw that Janet was going to be performing, I was like, oh, okay, this is my type of carrying on. Okay. Because Jan- because Janet fucking Jackson. And then when I saw that she was going to be honored, I was like, okay. Um, but first black woman to win this award? Like, and we're doing so many firsts. That's ridiculous. Right? Like, that's the other thing. Like, like Diana Ross. Shaka Khan don't exist. Aretha don't exist. And I'm sitting there looking like... like not, not that Janet don't that's, deserve it. That's she, what I'm saying. I ain't saying she don't deserve it. I'm so proud of her. I love her because I'm a Jackson fan. Like, I'm a stan. But this should not be a first is what I'm saying. And it's sad that it has to be a first. And it's, it's, it's so many firsts for us in 2018. And it's like, really? Like, when they should have been giving these awards out to so many black women. And y'all have y'all been recognizing mediocrity with a talent. So I'm so proud of Janet and I love the fact that she is here and she, you know, made her mark in history and that award says so. But for her to be the first black woman, that just makes me tilt my head to the side and stare directly into the camera. Because like really, you know? Correct. But uh but yes, give Janet all of her things. She deserves all of her things, you know, like I feel like on the internet and especially, you know, with stand culture and stand wars and all that and third, Janet doesn't get, get as many roses and flowers as she deserves, but she is a living legend. Absolutely. She is a living icon. You know, like don't 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 besmirch. Don't besmirch her by just just saying that she's just Janet. I mean just Michael's sister. No. She is her name Please don't her name alone. She is Janet D. Goddamn Jackson, okay? Janet Demita Joe Jackson. That's no, right. her. No, no her. her. Born May 16, 1966. Just turned 52. Still looks like she is 20 years younger. No, the girl. Listen, she was in listen, she was she was on that stage looking fine than a motherfucker. Okay? Um shout out to I, shout out to our friend Honey who got me in trouble. On Stan and Stan Twitter because I made a joke uh, because Janet only performed uh, three songs. She only did um, Nasty If and Throb. And I made a joke that Janet only gave us that because she had to go lay down afterwards. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Honey Give me in trouble with Stan Twitter. It was a joke, damn it. I stand by the joke, but it was a joke, damn it. You, you, got, you got Janet Hive on your, on your case. Ooh. Right? Oh. I mean, it could, it could have been worse. It could have been um, actually. Never mind. Let me just keep my mouth shut. Let me just keep my mouth shut because I don't want that smoke either, frankly. So, <laughs> but yes, like I made the joke. I stand by the joke. It was a joke. I can listen. I love Janet, and I can also crack jokes about my my faves that I love. It is absolutely fine. Okay. First of all, first of all, Janet got a whole ass child to tend to. I would. I'm like. I would gave y'all answer just three songs called it a day either. <laughs> a day two. Shit. Hell, I got a whole ass man and a whole ass husband. I mean, child to see about shit. Y'all getting three songs max. That's all I got. And I and God bless you. <laughs> shit. So I don't blame Janet. You know, um, she can give us a two hour show or a 30 or 15 minute show. Either way, it is fine. Okay. Okay. So, but right. so also, um, one more thing and then we probably gonna get up out of here. Because uh, niggas got to go to work in the morning. So apparently, the uh, girl, the cast of girlfriends, is thinking about making the show. Girl, making a movie uh, based off of the show. 
uh, let's see. Says so doing an interview with uh, ugh, doing an interview with the Breakfast Club. Ugh. Uh, actress Jill Marie Jones of Girlfriends uh, will stop by with her new with her newest cast members from the show Monogamy on Urban's channel on the, the Over Movie Channel. Girlfriends will end up becoming a pop culture favorite as it followed the life of three four black women played by actress Tracy Ellis Ross, Golden Brooks, Parrish White, and Jill Marie. Before they could even delve into the interview, um, Charlotte Coon, let's see, immediately asked why haven't why haven't fans been able to see a girlfriend's movie. Jones would then go on to reveal that she and her girlfriend's castmates actually want to make a movie happen. Quote, we all want to do it. I think it's a time of thing and also the legal stuff she would express before answering the Coon's next girlfriend-related questions. The interview would then open the floor to Jones' cast of monogamy as they all discuss relationship and love. Are you down for a girlfriend's flick? Yes, actually. Bianca, you go ahead first. <laughs> um, I'm here for a girlfriend's movie. Like, find some really silly, like, out there, singular plot, follow them to, like, work on together and fucking do it because I don't think they would write this and have them not accomplish it. What I'm not here, I would not be here for a girlfriend's, like, reboot on, God, what is it? Um, What's the station we got now? Centric? Yeah, Centric. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I will not uh, reprogram my TV to fucking pick up Centric signals. Um, just to watch that. Like I said, I, I, I will rewatch a movie um, because I love, you know, the members of that cast or what have you. But yeah, don't subject me to a TV, to a season of that. Like, even if Netflix picks it up, don't subject me to a season of that. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, what um, about Octavia? Um, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm here for a movie. Um, I definitely agree with Bianca. Probably not a show, but I'm definitely here for a movie. Now, if they did something along the lines, I'm not saying that they should go like, down the same road as like girls trip but if they took a trip to like an island somewhere and like you know something like that like something really funny would happen to them like overseas or something like that like in the island somewhere that would be funny for me but you know it would be like them like trying to you know re- um, you know after all these years that they haven't been you know around each other and then you probably Jabari grown up and um, whatever happened with William and stuff like that so I think a movie would be fun to watch. Um, the show, maybe not so much because it literally, that show literally t- tackles everything that women literally talked about in that time frame. So it would be like, well, what do we have? We're going to be talking about the same thing in 2018. So we already got that. So if we get the reboot. It's just going to be like, oh, girl, we've seen this in the other episodes before. So I want to see it, but I do, I do agree. Like, I wonder, like, First of all, I don't want to see. Uh, first of all, I don't want to see William back. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> I, <can't, laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, no shade, but I kind of feel like I kind of feel like William doesn't need to be with us. To be perfectly honest, um, I mean, they can make a mention of him, you know, but uh, but I wonder. I, I I would I would see it. I would want to see the writing. I would want to see the because the writing is probably the most because they not saying they couldn't make it funny, but the the women themselves would have to have evolved into like like for what like society is in two thousand eighteen. Not that they couldn't do it, but I'm just thinking of the characters and Joan definitely, Lynn definitely. Um. Shit. What's up? Tony. Mm. Mm. And Maya. Mm. Like them two I'll be worried about. 
to an it. Well, no, Tony, Tony's character will probably be the one I'll be worried about the most. out because Tony, mm, mm, Tony Childs, that Tony Childs, she was a, she was a card. She really was. She was. She was definitely a card. But I wouldn't be opposed to it. I would go see it. I did, I would. I would go see it. So, um. Yeah, I, I hope they make this. Just, just got to have the right writers in the room to make a good plot. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. Keep this shit away from Tyler Perry. I'll tell you that. Woo! <laughs> Big time, man. Hit the button. Yes. Keep that shit away from Tyler fucking Perry. Listen, I know some of y'all go up for him. And listen, I'm not. Get, get your money, black man. But at the same time, we can be honest. That motherfucker don't know how to write for shit. <laughs> we can be honest. That And that's not saying that, you know... "Quote unquote cancel because y- y'all know how y'all y'all love to whine about cancel culture and all that shit. But this is not saying Tyler Perry don't need to exist and all that shit. This is just saying that yes, it is good that he a black man, he get money, he making other black folks money at the same damn time. This nigga can't write for shit, and it's painfully obvious. Jesus Christ! So just keep it away from Tyler Perry. Get some good writers, maybe some you know personality mm-hmm. in the room." And I'll be here for a girl, a girlfriend move. So you know, good luck everybody. Um, the hell luck everybody. And with that, I think I think we can call it an episode because uh, my black ass got to get up and go to work in the morning. So <clears throat> Octavia, thank you so much for joining us. And one more time before we go, let folks know where they can find you and find your work and all that good shit. Thank you for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. Um, y'all, Octavia underscore Simone one. Um, my name no, is that Simone with Chewy. an I or with the Y, just to clarify. With an I. Simone with an I. Um, my name used to be Chewy P. Newton, so a lot of you know, don't, now you know. Um, I'm always on Twitter. Um, my Instagram is the same handle for Simone One. Um, and you can follow me on Facebook, author Octavia Simone, um, to catch updates, um, and everything else regards to, like, my writing. About my webpad information is because, like, all my books are, I took down all my books. So you're not going to see anything up there. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So just follow me on those and make sure May 30th, um, catch me for the cover reveal day. Um, it's going to be a big day. And then June 27th is like the big release day. So I'll hear from y'all. Um, thank you for the love and support that you showed me so far. And, yeah. All right. And that's that. And there it is. Um, so yeah, we're going to get on up out of here. Like I said, I gotta my black ass gotta get get up for work in the morning. Uh, Bianca, do you have any closing thoughts? Yes, Stacey Abrams for governor of Georgia. Yes. Why do y'all like to fuck around with the notion of voting and not voting and thinking it ain't important and thinking it ain't that serious? Just got the Democratic nod as of us recording this. This just went live as news breaking while we were recording. Uh, by the time this it's for Georgia, by the time this hits your ears, if you're listening in uh, the state of Georgia, um. Or if you can vote in the state of Georgia despite living elsewhere, you have no excuse. None. This this is the year where we're changing shit and we're flipping shit back to blue and we're taking our fucking politics back and we're taking our fucking country. Um, I don't want to say back because it never really was ours even when Brock was in office. Uh, but we're taking this country and, we, and we're trying to move back in the right direction. Um, there will be no making America great again. They will be trying to get this shit not completely unfucked for once, um, which is at least a good start to making it great for a change finally after centuries of bullshit um so yes great journey start with single steps get out there support stacy abrams find out how you can do it 
Um, her website, I believe, is stacyabrams.org or stacyabrams.net or stacyabrams.com. You have time. Try all three. I don't remember exactly which one it is. Um, you can do it. I don't live in Georgia. I live three time zones away from Georgia. I live 2,600 miles from Georgia. I can't vote, and I care about this a lot, so you should too, because she is running against a trio of head asses in the Georgia Republican Party, and it's not a situation where they can still vote off each other. It's going to be one versus one, and the more y'all get out there and support this lady, the better her chances are, so let's fucking do it. All right, that's right. And with that, that's a good way to close out. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting us. Um, thank you for all uh, for rocking with us. Uh, this is uh, episode 167. Yeah, 167. Um, yeah, we will see y'all next week. Um, like, like, <clears throat> excuse me, can't talk. Leave a review, uh, leave a rating. We'll read it. We'll show you some love. And uh, if you want to be on the podcast, hit us up. Uh, you can come by the porch. Um, I, I have um, some mm-hmm. Crown Royal. Um, and we can do the damn thing. And we- oh, and one more shout out. Shout out to the black dude in the McDonald's who lifted the old boy over the counter and threw him with no effort at all. Shout yeah. out to him. You're a true yeah. hero. You don't deserve. He, he had the power stone. <laughs> so with that, <laughs> with that, we out. Peace. My gas money back on the expressway and I'm out this burst. I know you waiting for me.